0: Welcome to another Main Unstream Examinations, and uh, thanks very much for joining me. If I miss your first time here and you like what we send out, then uh, please consider uh, clicking the like button or the subscribe button wherever you're watching it on um, Rumble, on brand new tube, on BitChute, or even perhaps still on the old YouTube if we're still there. And of course, please click the notification bell or the relevant thing to get notified when something new comes up. That said, um, today I wanted to talk briefly with you, just another one of these short videos to get people thinking. <clears throat> I think, um, I believe that in the last, over 2020 at least, a lot of people have stopped thinking. They've just sort of gone into these days, you know. Uh, a lot of people have suffered some really uh, severe measures imposed upon them by their uh, either regional or national governments and um, possibly some degree of Stockholm syndrome has crept in there and at least uh, where we've seen across the world mental health is um you know, is you know depression and other mental health issues are on the rise. So it's not unthinkable that people have stopped really critically thinking, consciously thinking about what's happening. I want to I want to maybe shake some people awake with regards to the, what is happening, and get them re- get them thinking again, considering what it means to be whatever it is that we are. So today I'm going to talk about financing monarchs and governments. Okay, so let's just start with this basic premise: who is in control? In and I don't mean in 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 uh, dictatorial states, in communist or socialist states, uh, where there is obviously only. A, a single person control, like in North Korea, like in in, uh, in China, um, previously Soviet unions, maybe still to a degree. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Cuba, these sorts of places, you know, um, who is really in control. And we, in, in an elected demo, so-called democratic society, we like to believe that we, the people, are in control. We elect the legislature uh, and they govern on behalf of the people. It's a nice idea right and you know forgetting election fraud or anything else anywhere in the world um, that concept that under some sort of constitution of federation or, or republic or whatever that we have we have control because we have the right to vote people in and out as is a nice idea but think about this for a moment where you know, and I'll I'll get into I'll get into this again in another video, which is all about um, how the financial system works. And in fact, if you haven't yet, then I strongly encourage you to go and watch episode eight of Main Unstream, the main Main Unstream uh, episodes, episode eight with uh, Associate Professor Simon Michaud, where we talk about the fragility of the financial system and quantitative easing to get a better understanding of how money works. In case you didn't you may think you know how money works and some a lot of people do but uh, a lot of people really don't so i encourage you to go and watch that episode it's uh, highly revealing so before we get into who actually you know the 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 topic of the direct topic of financing monarchs and government let me ask you if if you go and take your hard earned money and you invest in a you know think about it you invest in another company or you go to an investor and get them to invest in your company uh, i realize if you're an employee this may be a a leap for you, but I you know I'm I'm sure you can make it. Um, business owners, you know, actually as employees, not even a leap because as an employee, hopefully, you've built up a pool of you know a pool of money somewhere that you could take and invest somewhere, whether you invest in the stock market or whatever. But ideally, if you were to invest in another company, someone says, Hey, I need X amount of dollars, euros, whatever, uh, and you're you're considering investing in them when you put your money that risk, no matter how educated or qualified the risk is, you want to have some level of surety that you're going to get your money back. Now, you can do that in a number of ways. You know, if the company has assets, you can obviously um, put a lien over the assets, you know, the same way that a bank will put a mortgage, uh, you know, uh, have a first mortgage on your house if you've bought a house. So, if there are assets, if there are real assets or other uh, other assets in the business, then, you know, you could you could certainly take a charge over those assets. But what about a government? What does a government have as assets? I'll go back to that in a second. What if the company doesn't have assets? What if it's a startup? A lot of people are investing in startups these days. How do you invest in a startup which doesn't have any assets? And not even start just startups, but other companies as well. And the answer, I'll say, you know, like, No spoiler alert here. The answer is you want to exercise some degree of control at board level and possibly even further down the chain to ensure that your money is safe. Okay. Now, if you've ever invested in a business, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you've ever had someone invest in your business without sufficient security to ensure that they're going to get their money back, and even with that security, you'll also know what I'm talking about they want to have some level of say in what you do or you want to have some level of say in what they do if you're investing in them it's normal i'm putting something at risk i want to be able to i want to be sure that i'm going to have some way of controlling that my money's not going down the gurgler so do you think it's any different at a government level If you don't understand how money works and, and if you think that the country owns and the country and therefore the population owns your currency, well, again, go and watch episode eight and then come maybe come back or we'll just watch this at the end, go watch that and then come back and watch this again. Quite apart from central banks, before central banks existed and central banks exist for a reason. Um, and that's, that reason is uh, an extension of how money lending to monarchs and governments worked in the past. But let's just step back into the past. When a government needed money to do whatever, infrastructure, wage war, whatever it was, it would go to the bankers and it would lend money. It would, sorry, it would borrow money. And the interesting thing is this. Bankers back then, as today, would hedge their bets by financing both sides. They'd finance both sides of the battle. They've done it for hundreds of years. Again, don't need to believe me. Go back through history. If you can find stuff which hasn't been censored yet, there's a lot of it out there. Go back through history and see how the same people have financed both sides of the various wars that have happened over the hundreds of years that have, we've you know, have recorded history. And they don't just hedge their bets that way. They lend a, comp- they lend a, a monarch, king, queen, or a government money to do whatever it is they need to do. And they want to have some say. So I'll leave that thought with you. In the same way that companies allow influence into what is happening through, uh, allow, allow the investors to influence what is happening in the company, so too do countries. So too do monarchs and governments allow the bankers who are putting their money at risk to influence the way a country is going. I'm not trying to convince you of anything here. I'm simply positing this for you to go and explore yourself, to start thinking about why we are seeing what we're seeing right now. And it's not just a question of all the bankers are evil or whatever. There's a bigger game afoot. There's a much bigger game afoot. Okay? So, and I'll just come back briefly to that idea that you know, where the bankers would finance both sides of of a war. How do you, When once you have influence or even without necessarily needing to have influence, but you know that you want influence and if a government or a monarch doesn't play ball, you've lent them some money and they don't play ball. Well, let's go and look at corporate and we'll come back to a second. Let's go and look at corporate. If, if I have a load of money, and I'm feeling really nasty, and I want influence over a company I've invested in. Now I'm not talking about me <laughs> this is not me, but if a, if an investor who's not necessarily very nice, uh, and he wants him he or she wants influence over a company they've invested in and they're not getting the influence, but they have enough they have deep enough pockets to go and get what they want. Well, what would they do? One course of action, and we've seen this in the VCPE space. In the past, what they'll do is they'll go and throw as much or more money at either a new startup or a competitor, which is a competitor or an existing competitor to the company they've just invested in. Well, why would they do that? Wouldn't that send the one bankrupt? It may do, it may not. If it does we're going to go and buy the you know we own part of the company so we're just going to merge it into the new company aren't we you know we've, we've, we've got this company over here they're not doing what we want them to do so we want to influence them to do what we want to do so we're going to go and build up this company provide them with everything they need to basically take the market of the other company company a not allowing to be influenced go and find company b build up company b company a goes down if it's going to go bankrupt, it's okay. We own part of the shares. We're just going to assume it, assimilate it, and put it into company B anyway. We're no worse off. It's just the founders are out. We have the database. We have the technology. Whatever it is that we have, we have it still. They're playing a much bigger game. So in the same way that some rogue investors would do that, and, you know, let's be honest, if if a, if a founder is, is not communicating with an investor you think well maybe they're maybe they're entitled to uh you know, do that maybe they are maybe they are. I'm not going to go at that sort of um discussion right here but now put that in the context of countries Countries not doing what you want you're you're a bank you've got money in the country you you know you've lent money to the country they're not doing what you want them to do they're not giving you the level of influence you want what do you do you go and find their enemy And you help their enemy. And if they don't have an enemy, well, you create an enemy by pouring your money into there and raising them up. And you ideally create a war. You bring a war to the doorstep of the country who's not doing your bidding. And you force them to do what you want. Is this all fantasy? Is this all... Forget about the label conspiracy theory or whatever. You know, I hope we're all, more, all, all intelligent enough to move beyond that. If you think this stuff isn't possible because that could only happen at a company level and not a country level, expand your thinking. Expand your thinking because this is scalable. It goes from here to here very easily. In fact, it doesn't even go easily. It just is. If you don't, it's it's all human nature. It's got nothing to do with being a corporation versus a country, which again won't go into the the concept of companies, countries being corporations. That's again topic for another one, uh, another video. But wake up and start looking. We are being, I said in previous videos, we are being played. We are being played big time, being played against each other. We are being shown. Pictures, which have other pictures. Remember when you were a kid and they would say, you know, hey, in the newspaper there was a picture and it had some other thing you had to find in it? You try as you would, you wouldn't find it. Some of us would. Some of us wouldn't. You had to wait till the next week to get the answer and, oh, (laughs) okay, that's where the pussycat is. Got it. Yeah? Oh, that's where that dog is chasing the whatever. Yeah? Hiding in plain sight. We're all being shown a picture and there's a picture within the picture. you just got to stop, look, and watch, and you'll see it. If you can take one thing away from this video, please let it be that we are being played, and the time to stop being played is now. Stop being played and start thinking consciously and critically about everything you're seeing. I don't care whether it's from so-called mainstream media, from fringe media, from niche media, from social media, from whatever, irrespective of whether it's being censored or not censored, stop and watch and stop being played and look for the picture within the picture because it's there. Thanks very much for watching. I'll be back soon with another one. Until then, stay sane and stay safe.